Johnny. We'll do it for Johnny. Now, doesn't that always creep you out? <laughs> I, I always thought that it was, it's strange that he can get his fingers into the top of those bottles and, not, and then not have to worry about them getting stuck. But the creepiest <laughs> thing is that warriors come out to play, clink, clink, clink. Anyway, enough of that shit. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the MMO Movie Marco Radio Show. I'm Popcorn Pete, along with my partner in crime, Vinnie the Vault. Vinnie the Vault, and the reason we're talking about clink clink and tapping bottles and whatnot is because we recently took a poll, and it was uh, the Clockwork Orange versus the Warriors. Right. Basically, gang-related movies. Mm -hmm. And the Warriors prevailed, and... We decided, well, hell, let's do a show about gang wars. Yeah. So here we are tonight with gang wars. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about a lot of gang movies that are out there. and uh, Some you may not have even thought of as gang movies, but they are gang films. and Yeah. You may not have even seen them, but that's what we're here for, to point things out and have people get interested. For all you dumb jerks out there who haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> But um, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? No, go, you go right ahead. You go first. Okay, let's start with uh, a classic. Okay. From a novel from S.E. Hinton. Okay. Called The Outsiders. Oh, nice. Great Outst movie. Outstanding movie. Incredible cast. I, I think every single person on that cast went on to do other thi uh, other big things. Every single person. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of them were more popular than others yeah uh, yep. I think the, the the biggest one who came out of that was Tom Cruise yes and then uh, probably secondly I'd have to say Patrick Swayze yes rest in peace and uh, third I'd have to say Rob Lowe uh, well he's done other movies too yeah <laughs> <laughs> well the, the thing is is that all of their careers like springboarded off of that film Right. Everybody got noticed in that film. Right. right down to Matt Dillon. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Matt Dillon. Yep. Emilio Estevez. C. Thomas Howell. C. Thomas Howell. The Karate Kid. Ralph yep. Macchio. Yep. Everybody got noticed off of that film. And everybody went on to other things. Yep. And uh, I just want to say that, you know, we're not, we're not doing this show for you listeners. We're doing it for Johnny, man. We're doing it for Johnny. We're doing it for Johnny. All right. But, uh, yeah, and it's basically uh, one of those movies about, you know, rival gangs. Mm -hmm. You got the Greasers, who are a bunch of, you know, misfits, basically. Uh, yeah, and every 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 generation has their misfits, yeah, whether I mean, they're called Greasers or Nerds or whatever. Yeah, but, but I mean, you know, they have the leather jackets, the, the greased back hair. Mm -hmm. Where they get the name, Greasers. Greasers, yep. 
and then you have the rich kids who are the socs. Yes. And uh, they just don't get along. Nope, not at all. And they're, they're always uh, picking on each other and, you know, one's attacking the other one. Yeah. And uh, have you ever seen uh, the, the Outsiders, the uh, novel edition? No, I don't think I ever have. There's probably about a half an hour of movie footage that they, they had cut out and put back into this version. Oh. Because I always wondered, when I saw the original Outsiders, mm -hmm. C. Thomas Howell had like this mole on his neck. Okay. And I never knew what that was. I'm like, what is that? Because I'd never seen it in any other movies that he's done. And I was like, what the hell is that? So, when I saw the novel version, mm -hmm. he was attacked by the Socias. Right. And they stuck a blade into his neck. Okay, then I, ha then I have seen the novel version. Oh, you have? I, that, because the, I was just about to say that the version I saw showed the uh, Socias with holding a knife to his neck. Yeah. And, that's, and so I have seen that version. Right, so that's how he got the little, yeah. the little nick in his neck. But for the longest time, I was like... What the hell is that? Yeah, so I so I have seen I ha, I have seen the, the the novel version now. Now, outstanding from everybody else that was actually acting in it. Who directed that film? Francis Ford Coppola. Yes. So and even the, the, and so even the people behind the camera were got recognized from this film. Right, and uh, I guess was, there was a uh, some school I think it was in California that uh, wrote a letter to him. And asked, oh, you know, this would be a great movie for you to make. Mm -hmm. And how the hell he got the letter? Because you know, if you send somebody in Hollywood a letter, chances are they're not going to get it. Right? Yeah, true. So um, I guess I don't know. Maybe his secretary or somebody got the letter mm -hmm. and handed it to him, and he was like, "Yeah, not a bad idea." But um, well, it paid off. It paid off big time because I, like I said, that every single person that was in that leaped leaped forward in careers from there. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, a lot of great talent and yep. a lot of great movies. And at the time, the subject matter was very, very controversial. Yeah, but because I mean, not that not that it was it it, ha it happened everywhere, but most places were having problems with gangs. Right. At at, at some stage, even though this was set, it was set in the late fifties, early sixties. I think it was early sixties. Early sixties, um, you know, with that going for it, even though it was set way back when, uh, a lot of places were having trouble again with gangs. So right. it was like, well, do we really want to show this? You know, that kind of attitude. But it was, it's a good film, especially if you want to show younger kids what it like to be part of a gang. Right. And it's not, it's not always good. Yeah, you've got people that'll stand behind you and everything, but right. you could end up dead. Right, which... Which is what the whole story sort of wraps around. Yeah, because uh, somebody did get killed. No spoilers. But anyway... Um, but we're doing it for Johnny. We're doing it for Johnny, man. We're doing it for Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of that shit. <laughs> is there anything else you want to, you want to say about it? No, I mean, just, just all around. Just as, It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you've been living under a rock. Yep. So, nope. uh, Most definitely. It's one of those... It's one of those films that I mean I saw it late. I, I've never read the book, which I'm, I'm after seeing the movie. I'm I'm sort of sorry that I've never I never read the book. Oh, you never read the book? No, it was never at the time. 
it was never required reading when when I was in school. See, when I, I know and I know afterwards, yeah, it was required reading. I was required required to read it. Yeah, and uh, I loved it, and then found out like I don't know, I think it was like the next year, the movie came out, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh shit, I gotta go see that. Yeah, so. yeah, no, it wasn't required reading when I went to school, so. But, but, yeah. now, but now, but the thing is, is now it's on my list to read. So at some point, I'll find it along the way. I mean, there's different things here and there, but you know, just uh, yeah. Well, I mean, all movies and books are. Yeah, I mean, the, we'll get we'll get into we'll get into that because I just finished um, the novelized version of Conan the Barbarian, the uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Uh huh. Okay. And this, the book was a novelization of the original script before they, you know, before they start filming and before they start making the movie itself, you know, um, there's a ton of stuff that was changed from the first script to the final product, and it, it's like it adds so much more to the story. So yeah. I, I don't look for I don't look for that in all the books that I read I read from movies, right. but I always expect something to be different and at least a little bit better right i mean but you can't make like you know, well you could but you know nobody wants to sit through a five-hour movie well of course not i mean look at uh heaven's gate heaven's gate was just shy of six hours and they kept cutting it down and they still cut it down to i think it, i think the final version that i ended up seeing was two and a half hours and it still wasn't worth it yeah fuck it <laughs> all right well my first movie on the list is assault on precinct 13 yeah, I guess I could, I could see that. The John Carpenter film. Uh, and oh, yeah, the, the gang's name was uh, Street Thunder. Yes, I believe so. And they basically, their, um, their leader gets picked up by the cops, and he's, he's being held in the precinct to be transferred the next morning to the county jail or whatever. And the gang literally... Um, sieges on the precinct house. It is basically the cops against the gang. Against the gang, but it was a it was a police station that they were abandoning. Yes, it was eventually going to be, but that was the that was the closest one to where he was. The guy was arrested. Right. So they were holding him there just until the next morning. Mm -hmm. Which nowadays they would have just pulled people. And got a bigger force to go and grab him, you know, that night. Well, they had to pull over because one of the guys on the bus was sick. Yeah, I can't, uh, yeah. But the whole thing was, was it's just a gang against the cops in the station. Yeah. But nobody wants to come and help them. Right. But it's a, it's a really, really good movie. The remake with... Um, Ethan Hawke. Uh, yeah, Ethan Hawke and... Um, Larry Fishburne. Larry F Lawrence Fishburne, yes. Wasn't as good. No. Never, as the original, never. Right. But the original was done by uh, John Carpenter. And the music score, yeah, awesome. The with him as in the director's seat, and basically, I don't remember if there were any known names in that film. Uh, the only one is uh, Tony Burton, who was a. Uh, Apollo Creed's trainer in Rocky. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Now I do remember that one. Yes. But, I mean, other than him, he's the only one that I really... Re I, I could even think of yeah. being part of anything. 
Um, and it was shot in the 70s. Yeah. At a time when filmmakers did a lot more of... Risky stuff. Yeah, ri- yeah, but, but more on the lines of, let's, what can we do with this? Not, well, let's just act it out and we can CGI something in. Yeah, true. Which is what they do now anyways. Right. They CGI everything. They CGI rooms. Instead of finding a building with enough rooms to film, a sh- film scenes in, They'll just they'll just go into the uh, soundstage, film it on one thing, and then we'll CGI the rest of the building. Yeah, the, what the hell's that? I don't know. It's, it's like fuck it. Just get the green screen. We don't yeah. we, we don't want a location. Fuck right. it. Right, but with this, fuck it's it. all in one building, and you can tell it's a real building. It's oh, got the real parking lot. Yeah. It's got the 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 real bob wire around the sections. You know all the all of this stuff. It's really really good, and it's it's more hard hitting. Than a lot of stuff that they come out with now. <laughs> now that song's in my head. Thanks. Well, hey, that's not my fault. The other one, that, the other one that went with that. <laughs> but again, this is one of those films that I didn't see for the longest time. Really? And I actually didn't see the original until after I'd seen the remake. What? Yeah, I couldn't find a copy of the original. You should have asked me. Well, I didn't know you had a copy. Ah oh, man, because the, the the remake sucked. I, uh, I didn't well, like well, that's the thing. Because I didn't like the remake, I d- I didn't really lean towards like let's go and see the first one, the the original. Because if the remake is really bad, the original may not be. You know, it might have been a bad movie, and they tried to make it better, and it didn't work. But didn't it pique your curiosity? Like, oh well, yeah, why did they remake? It? Uh, yes. Oh yeah. No. 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 Definitely. I wanted to see it, and. I watch it, and it's a far superior film. Oh, my God, yeah. And I find that a lot with a lot of these remakes and reboots, or whatever you want to call them, that the original is far superior than anything that they've redone. And it was on a shoestring budget, which makes it even more... You're surprised at when you look at the... You know, I don't know what the numbers are, but Precinct 13, the original, you know, cost $20,000 to make. Straight across twenty thousand dollars. That is that legit? No, no, no. I'm, I don't know the numbers. I'd have okay, to look right, them up. Right. I'm saying, cost twenty thousand dollars to make it. Okay. Then you go to do the remake. The remake cost thirteen million. Right. And it crapped yeah. out severely. What's the problem here? The problem here is that the studios being more dependent on, you know, what they think is right, and the studio does not always know what's right. Right. Oh, come, come on, you got to admit, how many times has the studio actually won out, and how many times have they crapped out? They've crapped out more, more times, times than they won. Right. Absolutely. It's just the that's just the way it is, and they keep and they keep making the and they keep making further mistakes. Yeah, and they keep making shit. Yeah, that's all it is. I mean, now they're looking to remake other. They're looking to remake movies that they remade just a few years ago, and they still, you know, they're still gonna crap it See, out. That that fucking pisses me off. Yeah. I mean, like if, if you if you wait like twenty years, okay, fine, remake it. Yeah. But like, okay, this movie sucked, so uh, yeah, let's let's remake it next year. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. Fucking a. And I'm not looking forward to um, the remake of the birds. Oh, fuck off. Yep. They, uh, let's say we had the real classic with Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Then they did a they did a sequel, which stunk really, really bad. Never saw it. Well, neither did I, but it stunk really, really bad. <laughs> okay. 
Well, when you when you when you walk up to a baby's diaper, you know what's in it, right? Poo poo. Okay, but you know what's in it just by the smell, right? Right. Well, that's what happened with this movie. I could tell just by looking at it. <laughs> okay. Now they're going to remake the birds. Oh. No. From the original story. Fuck off. Yeah. No. No, no the horrible, horrible. Which, in a way, is still another gang film. The birds. The birds. This is the birds. Birds against the humans. So it's kind of like a gang film. T birds. <laughs> All right, you're next. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, this is funny. Okay. Uh, the Wanderers. Yeah, that's a really classic. That's a great film. But the thing about The Wanderers is, and we're going to talk about this other movie later, is they were both being filmed at the same time. Mm-hmm. The Wanderers and The Warriors. Right. And uh, The Warriors wanted to get it out there before The Wanderers came mm-hmm. But the Wanderers was more like a, uh, I'd say, kind of on the lines of not not so much a comedy, like no, a comedy but, drama. Yeah, but it was more of a nostalgic look back at the fifties. Yeah, with 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 a with with a gang, yeah. um, where the Warriors was a more contemporary at the time of what's going on in New York City in the seventies. Right. At the time that the that they filmed it. Yeah. So this was this is around the fifties. Yeah. And uh, it was basically this game, the Wanderers, and they were always being pretty much bullied by mm-hmm. this, this other gang, the Baldies. The Baldies. And the name is pretty self-explanatory. If you can't figure it out, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but uh, they had long hair. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just all around great movie. Um, Karen Allen, I think that was her first movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just it was it was really really good. Oh, I'm gonna get the the big guy, the Grossberger. <laughs> he was the big. Oh. He was the muscle behind the uh, the Baldies. Oh God, it's been so long since I've seen it, and it it it's one of those like I said, nostalgic films. Right. Because it it runs in that same vein as Happy Days. Yep. It brings you back. It brings you back to that time, and you you remember those things. And not that I was alive at that time, but it, it's like these are the only things, the films and the TV shows are the only things that we can reflect back on, especially for us who never li- were alive at that time. Right. And, and plus, back back in the 50s, they had some of the best music. Oh. Some of the best music. I think music music's in from the 80s on... The 80s were the end of music. The 80s rocked. Oh, yeah. But that was the end. Right. The 90s weren't that great. No. And then anything after 2000, I don't think we're going to remember this 20 years later. No, 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 no. No fucking way. And the thing is, is you talk, we're talking about 50s and 60s music, and how long ago was that? Oh, man. 70 years. So almost 60, 70 years. Shit. Damn. But anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> If you want to, uh, if you, you want to take a trip back in time, I mean, yeah, definitely check out the Wanderers. Wanderers, yeah. Um, and there was a there was a big gang fight at the end. With, yeah. Uh, and I don't remember. I don't. It's been so long since I've seen it, but uh, I don't remember it, who this gang was. But they just went in, and the Wanderers were battling them and mm-hmm. everything. And actually, one of the Wanderers' fathers jumped in. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. In and basically, at the end of the fight, that's the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's it's really it's a really great film. It is. It really is. It really is. Oh yeah. Now to stay in that same vein. Yep. 
of of that kind of movie. Uh, my next one is The Lords of Flatbush. With the Fonz. With with Henry Winkler and Sylvester Stallone. You got, you got Fonzie, you got Rocky. I mean, how can you beat it? How can you beat it? <laughs> and the thing is, it, it, not that it took me a long time to see this film, but it was one of those, yeah, I want to see it, but, it, you know, I'm just not in the mood for that kind of film. You know, so you just keep pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. But once you see it, you can see where these actors were tapped for other roles. Yes. After seeing that. Now, wasn't that Stallone's basically first movie? Yeah, other other than the Italian Stallion one. Oh, the... Well, the porn. Was that what it was called? The Italian Stallion, yeah. No fucking way. Yeah, that's what no it was. No fucking way. Yeah. yeah. It was you're, called the Italian Stallion. You're lying. Nope. I'm not lying. I'm you're telling you. You're a fucking lying. I'm telling you. You're pulling my leg. I'm not I'm not touching you. No, I'm not saying touch me. I'm just saying fucking no. So yeah, he, he, he took the name from the porn and he's like, yo, I'm the Italian Stallion. Yo, Adrian, get out of here. Yeah. You're lying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm you. I'm going to look it up. Go ahead. Look it up. I don't have a computer, goof. I'm not, <laughs> not, doing... not my fault then. All right. Well, You're going to have to take me for my word. All right. I'll... Oh, if I find out you're fucking with me. <laughs> if I find out you're fucking with me. But because of this film, that's where this is where Henry Winkler picked up the fawns from for Happy Days. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's another one of those. It's another one of those early films that a lot of people may not have seen or heard of. Yeah. That you know, there's they're Stallone fans now. Right. And it's like I've seen everything. Well, have you seen Lords of Flatbushes? No, I don't know if I've ever heard of that one. It's like, well, that's it. Well, that's the thing. And that's the thing. A lot. That's a lot of what this instant society is all about. You know, I know what Stallone has done. Well, have you ever heard of this film? No, I've never heard of that film. Well, then you don't know everything that he's done. And that's why we're here for you. <laughs> yes, because we're going to be able to p- pick out films. I, I mean, I've been watching films. For almost since I was born, I've been watching films. My almost since I was born. So what did would you watch them in the womb? Yeah, you watched TV in the womb. Yeah, get the fuck out of here! No, what? you didn't. I was. I hey, are you telling me I'm wrong? Okay, <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even want to know. Okay, all right, go on, go on, go on. Go on. What do you want to say? Nothing. That's just, that's just, that's just, that's just a weird comment. What's, what's the matter? You just didn't want to picture my mother sitting in a, sitting in a chair with her legs spread up. And going, God damn it. Watch, watch this movie. You'll enjoy it. Vinny. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you're, but, you're fucked up. <laughs> you're a sick man. Okay, go ahead. And so are the people who haven't seen Lords of Flatbush. Yes. <laughs> go see it, you sick fucks. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, that that that's it's. I mean, everything that we that we've been talking about <laughs> are, is available because yeah. I mean, everything's available either by streaming or by renting. If anybody still rents from Netflix, yeah, I'm sure they have the discs. Uh, because not everything is available for streaming. That's the one. That's the one upside of renting from uh, the discs from Netflix is because 
out of their entire library, only probably about 30% is streaming. Right. Amazon. Yeah. Um, you know what I miss? Blockbuster. That's why I have such a large library. Yeah. Because I got tired of going to Blockbuster and not finding what, what, I wanted, what you wanted, wanted to no, watch. No, I get it, but you know, it's it, it was just. Oh, I thought it was easy, just walk into the store. Oh yeah, no, it was, and it, and the greatest thing was was if you if you wanted to go to a different Blockbuster, you, you could. Right. That's fine. Because there's more than one. Yep. There well, there was. was. <laughs> now there's only one. For real? Only? I think it's in Alaska. I'm not going to a fucking Alaska. To get well, that's why you have your own library. Jeez. <laughs> Don't give me shit. All right, go on. <laughs> you got anything else on a oh. Flatbush? Yeah, actually, didn't, didn't did Tina Turner make a song Flatbush? I don't think it had anything to do with this. Oh, that was Nutbush. My bad. No. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I did notice about this film compared to like the Wanderers mm -hmm. is that in Flatbush they have the black leather jackets. Yes. Which they use as part of the thing. In Wanderers they were just like windbreakers. They but, weren't leather jackets. But they were red and they had the, the cool lettering on the back. Yeah, but they were they were the soft like cotton kind of fabric. They weren't leather. Right. But that but that's what I mean. Usually when you, you think of like the gangs from the fifties and the sixties, you think of the leather jackets. Mm -hmm. But compared to the Wanderers the Wanderers had the Windbreakers, right. and then the Lords had um, the Leather Jackets, which I thought was just a, a, it was a nice contrast. It's the same era, right? but it's a different contrast to it. Now, didn't the Baldies have the uh, Leathers? I think they did have the Leathers. I think so. But, okay, go ahead. Okay, uh, my next one is Colors. Oh, the, um, oh, Robert Duvall and... Um, Sean Penn. Sean Penn, yes. yes. Okay. Uh, about the street gangs of L.A. Yes. And that's... Uh, this was around the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was basically... They, they, the gangs didn't have names. They just had colors. Mm -hmm. There was a blue gang and a red gang, which pretty much represented the, the Crips. And, and the Bloods. And the Bloods, yes. And uh, Robert Duvall... Is a police officer, and he ends up getting a new partner, which is Sean, Sean Penn, Penn. Which, uh, what, yeah, and uh, you know, one of those buddy buddy teams. But mm -hmm. uh, they weren't buddies. No, no, no. It was more. It was more in the vein of uh, Training Day. Yes, but uh, it was it was good. It was um, you know, <laughs> it's just funny to see Robert Duvall and Sean Penn interact with one another because you know. Not that they hated each other in real life, but you, you just watched them on the film, and it was like there was well, tension. Well, yeah, but I mean, also at the at that time, yeah. it's two different genre, two different generations of actors right. trying to get along. Right, right. But uh, yeah, it was one of those buddy buddy films. But like I said, they weren't being buddies, and uh, it was funny because you know um, Robert Duvall's character would approach them, you know, the, the gangs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're all friendly with them, and he's friendly with them, and everything. You know, because he's, he's trying to get right, yeah, get, get with them, and you know, find out stuff and everything. But uh, it was just, it was. I thought that was strange. Like, you know, that that he wasn't like, you know, arresting people here and there. Yeah, it was a different. It was a different look on what we were seeing on the television at that time. Right. 
of the cops just going in and banging heads right uh, in, all, in all these neighborhoods here was a story of a cop that was actually trying to talk to the gang yeah. instead of just going in with the billy club in one hand and a gun in the other yeah. and Sean Penn's like why didn't you bust him why didn't you bust him you know and Sean Penn was like gung ho to book these motherfuckers yeah. and uh, I don't know it was just it's basically you know it, in the 50s 60s you know th those gang movies it was skin against skin right yeah in, in the 80s it was just like hey I'm gonna drive by boom you're dead right right uh, you know, that was happening all over the place, and not just here. I mean, the, the, it was going on all over the place. Over I, the place. In England, they had those those drive-bys. Yeah. Um, I, I I'd say in France as well. I mean, every place has problems with gangs, yeah, in one form or another, and they they just sort of developed into these drive-by shootings. Yeah, I mean, they they can't settle it with their fists anymore. It's no, kinda, yeah, fuck you, boom. You did. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Nobody want nobody wants to do take the effort. Yeah. To do, actually do it, um, you know, manly. Yeah. It's just it's easier to just pull out a gun and blow somebody away. Which which is in in actuality the way they always talked about it in the Western, using the gun to end your arguments is the most cowardly thing to do. Yeah. But okay, it is what it is. It, it yeah, and, but. It's another. It's another film to definitely at least at least see. I mean, I've seen it once or twice. Mm -hmm. Was never a huge fan, um, but I was more of a fan of the actors right. that were in it than the actual story. Right. Um, I mean, that most of the time that that's the only thing that drives me to some of these films. Right. That you know, I'll I'll watch it just because of who's in it, but not because of what it is. Well, what about the director, Dennis Hopper? Oh yeah, no. I mean, I love Dennis Hopper. I think right. he. I. Th I. I don't have any complaints about the stuff that he's been in. Even as an actor, he has done some low stuff. Um, Space Trucker. I think was the lowest I think he'd ever gone. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but as a director, I think he just he he's just there. He knows exactly what needs to be done. Yep. And he's one of those actor directors who. Could who will get exactly what he wants from the actors that are in his film, right? Because he knows exactly how to talk to them. Because he's an actor, right? So it works. Yes, it works. So I wish more actor, uh, more actors tried directing, if that was where they were leaning towards. Well, I thought Mel Gibson was, you know, has done some fantastic stuff. Yeah, but I mean, if you're gonna really look at that, I think the the person that you have to that the the bar the bar has been set by Clint Eastwood. Oh, absolutely. So that's where you should be looking. If you want to be an actor who's going to be directing, this is the level you're going to be striving for. Right. I mean, obviously, getting there is going to be a battle, but that's where you should be striving. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Your turn. Okay. <laughs> All right. My next one is Streets of Fire. <clears throat> you don't have to like it. I didn't like it. All right, that's. A, I'm just saying you didn't have to like it. Uh, before you start, I will say that um, when the when the movie was being made, mm -hmm. I happened to be in California. Yeah. At Universal Studios. Okay. And they, you know, they take you around the little trolley car. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, uh, okay, now on this set over here, we're shooting Streets of Fire, and basically it was a big set mm -hmm. with, it was just covered, 
totally covered. Mm-hmm. And there was shooting in there. Okay. And, you know, it's daytime. But yeah. It's got to be night. All right, so yeah. So the whole place is covered. And, you know, it was like, I can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Jaws ride? <laughs> okay, good. Um, well, the thing is, is, I mean, to me, it's exactly what it is. It's labeled as. It's a rock and roll fa- fantasy. And that's exactly what it is. It's suppo- it supposedly takes place during the fifties, sixties time period, hmm. but not really. They have the uh, the cars and the trains and things like that from that time frame, but some of the other things that are going on seem a little bit later, like seventies, eighties. Hmm. So it's not really quite there. The special effects you see up on stage. Uh, definitely late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. So it's like a combination of all the of these like three or four decades, all rolled into this one exactly. story. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a good point because um, remember that song, uh, the, the the song from the movie. Okay. Uh, what the fuck's the name of it? Moving sidewalks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, didn't the uh, group on they show them on the stage? Yeah. Didn't one of them moonwalk? Um, I think he did. He may have. He did in the video. Probably. But okay. I, I, well, if that, if that if it was in the video, it was in the movie because all that stage stuff yeah. was from the movie. Yeah. All of it was. It okay. was all clipped from the movie. Because they didn't moonwalk in the fifties. Yeah. Well, that. But that's what I mean. There's all. It's sort of they meshed four, five, three or four ju- uh, decades together together to get you this get this one story. Right. Um, I mean, when you get down to the end, we have the, ma- the main character fighting against the leader of the gang, mm-hmm. and they're using uh, the hammers that they used to use to drive railroad spikes into the ground <laughs> yeah. as weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Though that, that's pretty nasty. <laughs> Wasn't Willem Dafoe in that? Willem Dafoe, yeah, he was the leader. He was the leader, yes. Leader of the bombers. And uh, oh, the the bombers, that that's right. Um, and Diane Lane, lover. Oh yes, lover, yes, lover, lover. I, I don't remember if this was the first thing I saw her in, but I know it's definitely where I had a crush on her. And she was in The Outsiders. Yep. We forgot to mention. Yep. But uh, yeah, then later on, um, there's that movie. And she, uh, the, the movie with, uh, oh, ah, fuck it. She gets naked in the movie. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> well that's the only important part of the movie. Then. Right. And I was, I was like, whoa. I was like, you know. That, that's like talking about Fast Times. Yeah. Fast Times at Ridmore High. Have you ever seen Fast Times? Yeah, that's the one where uh, she gets naked at the pool. <laughs> yep, yep. The whole movie, and that's the, that, only, that's thing the only thing you remember. That's the only thing you remember, yep. Same thing with Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She got naked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, but Streets of Fire. I mean, the the soundtrack was great. Mm. All the songs on it were wonderful. They even had the uh, the harder rock when they when you go get to the bombers uh, bar mm-hmm. where they hang out. They have a whole. They have like three songs just for that bar. Yeah. So and it's like real hard rock. Mm-hmm. So it's it separates from the rest of the music that, you know, you, when you hear the music, you know, you're not watching the film and you hear the music on the soundtrack, you can hear, you know, it's, oh yeah, this is where the bombers are, this mm-hmm. is the bombers place, yeah, this is, 
And Rick Moranis was in that too. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. I'm not a fan. What of Rick Moranis? Nah. Why? I just I don't know. He was he was good in Ghostbusters. Why? What, why? Because he was short? No, not because he's short. Well, I know you have a thing about short people. Fuck off. Don't start shit. I'm not starting shit. <laughs> I don't have a thing with short people. You do. No, I don't. All right. Well, we're not going to talk about how you how you used to tease and ridicule Jeremy all the time. All right. I didn't like him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because he was short. Because he was a dick. <laughs> he was a short dick. Yes. And he probably has one. I don't know. I don't, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of people that you could probably ask. <laughs> right. But, I mean, the thing about Streets of Fire was it had that cla- the classic Hollywood ending to it. You go through the whole thing, and you get right down to the very end of the film, mm-hmm. and that's where it turns into a happy ending. You could go through this whole thing and not have a happy ending and still be a great film. Okay. But at the very last, the last minute mm-hmm. of film, it turns into a happy ending. So it turns into a regular Hollywood movie. Okay. <laughs> I still didn't like it. But anyway. What didn't you like about it? I just, I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen it and I was just kind of like... I don't know, maybe it didn't make sense to me at the time. I don't know. I'd have, I'd have to watch it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I always recommend if, if if somebody that says they didn't like a film, if they can't come up with why, and they say, well, it's been so long since I've watched it, that's usually a thing that, you know, you look at it, you watch it now, and you probably watch it with a different eye. Yeah, probably. You're right. I mean, I've had other f- people do that, and it's like I'm not trying to change your attitude towards the film. You no. may still not like it. But at least give it a chance. Yeah, I'll try I mean, it. I've, do, I've done it myself. I've, I've watched films years later because I, I couldn't remember if I had seen it before. Oh, you'd, be, you'd, you'd be shocked at some of the movies that I've gone to the theater, saw, hated it, gave it another shot, and I was like, this is a decent movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it happens. It does. It happens a lot. All right. Your chance. Okay, my chance. <laughs> Uh, a Clockwork Orange. Okay. Yeah. Very, very bizarre film. Very bizarre book. <laughs> oh my! Have you ever tried to read it? Oh yeah, I've read it. I'm just—it's just amazing. After you read something like that, it's like how—how how did they actually get it on film? Yeah. That's the thing. Because I was—I mean, I tried reading the book. I gave up. I was yeah. like, I, I was like, this is too much. I mean, I had, they had a glossary in the back of the mm-hmm. book. To, to explain words and things like right. that. So, you know, I'd be like, okay, uh, ya blockos. Then I'd have to go to the back of the book. Yep. Oh, testicles. Yeah. You know, just an example. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the uh, there was a gang of uh, four guys, and they were called the Droogies. Mm-hmm. And they'd just go out, and they'd wreak havoc. I mean, they'd, they'd break into people's houses beat the shit out of them, rob them, rape them. Well, I think I think at the t- at the time the book was written, at the time the movie was made, it's more poignant now than it was then. Right. Because then they were looking at the future of society being desensitized by violence. Right. Which is basically where we're looking at things now. Right. Because people because people just are they don't care what's happening and it's just they become desensitized by it 
But the, the thing is, um, you know, when that movie first came out, mm -hmm. it was it was so violent, mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of people, um, a lot of crimes started happening. Oh yeah, it. and uh, it was blamed on a Clockwork Orange. Oh, I'm not I'm not surprised. It, it usually is when when it comes down to gang films. Yeah. So then, uh, director Stanley Kubrick, you know, was getting death threats mm -hmm. and whatnot. He was just like. Pull it, pull the movie. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, it was just very, very violent, and they, they never really gave a uh, a time frame of when this supposed was supposed to have happened. It, it was, the movie was made in '71, right? But it was just supposed to be the it was supposed to be the near future. Yeah, but the thing is, is I think we're seeing that now right. the desensitization of society towards violence. Right. I mean. I mean, God, look, we, we've got people, kids getting shot up in schools. We've got drive-bys. We've got all, all these things that are going on. And it's just become blasé mm -hmm. on the news. Right. I don't watch that show. I don't, I don't either. Only for the Red Sox scores. That's all I ever watch yeah. for. Because, I mean, you know, there's, there's never anything good on the news. Yeah. But, but anyway. But, the, but that's the thing. That's what desensitizes <coughs> us to the violence. Right. We watch the we watch the TV shows, we watch the movies, we watch the news. It all desensitizes us to the point where, you know, we hear that our next door neighbor got murdered. Right. In the night, we don't we don't worry about. Oh my God, that happened next door. It's like, well, lock my doors, and that's the end of it. Right. I don't want to hear anything else. Right. And that's desensitizing. You're not feeling anything. You're not empathizing with what happened. Well. During uh, A Clockwork Orange, uh, the, the, the lead member of the gang, Alex, who's played by Malcolm McDowell. Right. Incredible role. Mm -hmm. Only he could have pulled it off. Oh, yes. And he gets arrested. They send him to prison. Mm -hmm. And then they have this new form of treatment. Rehabilitations. Yep. Yep. That will uh, get you in and out of prison within, I think, a week. So he, he was in there for, I don't know, a couple of years, and he was like, fuck this. I'll, I'll go for the treatment. Yeah. And what it did, it's, it programmed you not to be violent. Right. It, but it also programmed you not to be able to defend yourself if somebody would attack you. Right. Which is fucked up. Which is what ends up happening. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, big twist at the end, but... Uh, yeah, it's uh, if you haven't seen the movie, definitely check it out. And you have to have a strong stomach for it. Yeah, because yeah, it's not—it's not like if you watched it on television, the violent pieces would be either cut out or they'd be glossed over. You know, mm -hmm. different shots, things like that, so you don't really see it or hear it. Or, but if you watch it from DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, it's going to be straightforward, all there. Right, and you might have to watch it a couple of times because getting through the uh, the language barrier, it, yeah. it's a little tough sometimes. Yep. Well, I mean, the, it, but you can the, figure it out. Oh yeah, and there's a lot of stuff that's changed from the book to the movie just to make it palatable. Right. You know, and one of the one of the main things that I remember because I'd seen the movie I don't know how many times before I finally got around reading the book. Um, there's a part where. Alex goes to um, almost like a flea market mall, flea market mall, and 
he buys some records and he picks up two girls while he's there and he takes them back to his apartment and has sex with them mm -hmm. um, now in the movie they all look about the same age and they all look like they're they're you know in their late teens yeah. early 20s um, but in the book Alex is I believe 18 or 19 and the two girls that he picks up at the record store mm -hmm. are 13. Pedophile. Oh, yeah. Now. That's scumbaggish. Yeah. But the thing is, is obviously they had to bring those ages up. Scumbaggish. Is that a word? It is, it is now. now. But it's it's little things like that that I'm so happy that they that they changed from the book. Oh, yeah. Because no... That would have made the movie worse. Oh no! Nobody, nobody wants to see that. No, shit. not at all. Not at all. It's it's horrendous. Um, things like that. I just don't understand why they're even part of storyline. You know, yeah. unless it's a major part of the story, but it's not. It wasn't a major part of the story. <laughs> but I think. But I think it also lends to the desensitization of society. Is that's why it was in the book. Right. That obviously in the movie too. That he's rolling around having a threesome with these girls. In the middle of the day, um, when you should be at school. Yeah, but that's the thing. It, it's just desensitization, and I think that's what they were leaning towards in the book too. That this is what's happened, and nobody really cared about it. Right, and also it, it proves what a scumbag he is. Oh yeah, yeah. He wasn't just a scumbag with his with his mates. No, no. Oh, he treated them like shit too. Yeah, but they got him back in the end too. Yeah, true. So. Spoiler. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So let's let's take a let's let's take a pause, and uh, we'll be right back. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? And we're back. Can you dig it? <laughs> All right. My, uh, my next one is uh, Gangs of New York. Leo. <laughs> um, which, as a standalone film, is a really good film. Yeah. Okay. Um, as a movie representative of the source material... It's not that good. Because Gangs of New York was a non-fiction book about all of the gangs of New York. Mm -hmm. From the con conception of New York City to present day. This, this movie only takes place in the 1800s. <laughs> right? So, it's, I mean, like I said, as a standalone film about, you know, the gangs in New York and around that time... It's it's really good. It's a, it's a great film, but 
as representative of the source material, it's not. Right. It's the same thing with um, what was the name of the film with uh, Johnny Depp? Public Enemies. Okay. Yeah. That was about all of the public enemies around that right. time, um, where the movie just dealt with John Dillinger. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so, not a clear representative representation of the source material. Right. Okay. But in the way of Gangs of New York, I think it was very well done, looked very well on the screen. Now, what the hell were they fighting over? Territory. Because it's, uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, so it was... It was, it was, it was ah. It's the, it's it's the same thing as what any gang fights over fights over territory, turf, turf. So I mean, Daniel Day Lewis, great actor. Oh, I think, I think actually, I think he's he's retired just at the right time. Mm-hmm. He's retired on the top of his game, and I think that I think. He'll be remembered for his best films, not the the you know not shitty films that he was doing at the close of his career. Well, everybody does shitty films, right? But the thing is, is now that he's retired, he won't be doing any shitty films, right? That's what I, that's what I'm saying. He won't be remembered for shitty films at the end of his career, right? Because we're not on top, right? He'll he'll be remembered for the be, for the best of his what he did, right? So, um, DiCaprio. You gotta get gotta love him. Uh, yeah, if you're female. I mean, I think he's the. When I first started watching Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, like I wasn't like a huge fan. Okay. And the reason I went to go see Titanic I, was not for the love story. It was to see the fucking boat sink. Well, most guys only went to see Titanic for this the special the, effects. Exactly, but um. Yeah, I mean, he's done a lot of decent movies. Oh, he has. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from that. Yeah, but you didn't, I, you didn't I, like him in the. I, I just don't think that was his, it. Was it the, was him? Oh, in that movie. In that movie, I just don't think that was that was right for him. Yeah. I just don't. I I don't think so. But that, like I said, that's my opinion. Um, but the movie came off. It worked. <clears throat> and it's a decent film. I own it. I, li- I like watching it every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it. I've probably seen it enough times now that I can probably try to watch the commentary. But I get distracted when I wa- when I start a movie. It's like I want to watch the movie, and all of a sudden I have all these people talking <laughs> that have nothing to do with the dialogue, and it's like, yeah, that's not working. <laughs> but it's fun though sometimes just to sit and watch and listen. True. And they also didn't push the accents. Too much, because we all know Leonardo does a great Boston accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Boston accents away from that, considering it takes place in New York. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is that you're talking about all of these Irishmen and everything, and at that time their brogues should have still been very thick, but right. they didn't play them like that. They didn't. They didn't play them with thick, thick accents. So you didn't have to have subtitles all the time. Right. <laughs> like, um, what was that movie that uh, Brad Pitt did? He had that heavy Irish brogue. Oh, um... You know what I'm talking uh, about. Snatch. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it struck me as funny. Um, yeah, um, his accent in that was so thick. 
Like I, I couldn't even watch it. I'm like, what the fuck is he saying? Well, most of the time, most of the time, I, I honestly want to say that he probably wasn't saying anything. He was probably just ramming the words all together. <laughs> I was just like, what? Well, I couldn't watch it. I was like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta rent it and watch it with subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> Thought. You know, thank God there's blockbusters around so you can go to a blockbuster and rent the film. As soon as the show's over, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you fill your gas tank up. There's not there's not that many gas stations between here and Alaska. <laughs> I'll Uber. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uber all the way to Anchorage. <laughs> I'm Ubering to Anchorage. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was... It, the film, the atmosphere of the film itself, was authentic enough. Yeah, it was the eight, 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 what the eighteen fifties, I think. Or it was around the time of the Civil War, I think it was, or, or just after, something like around that. around the same time. Yeah, but it it felt like it was that time. Right. I just didn't think DiCaprio was the right person for that role. Um, Who would you have picked? Honestly, I don't know. You'd have because to think about it. I, I have to think about it because, I mean, sorry to put you, you on the spot. You know, you'd want to put somebody that's well known enough up against Lewis. Right. Um, my my first jump because of the age, I'd say Cruz because at the time he would have been the right age for that, but he did such a horrible job of an Irish accent in Far and Away. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't want him to I wouldn't want him to try again. Right. Right. <laughs> So yeah, good but, point. You know, it, it's you, it's just like any other producer or director. You know, you look at an actor's past accomplishments mm -hmm. to see if he'd be right for the part that you want. You know, if this person, which I don't understand how um, Keanu Reeves got the role as Jonathan Hawker in um, Dracula, Ugh. because I mean, even when he did an English accent. It was a horrible accent. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. No. I mean, I've, I've got it because I love Gary Oldman as Dracula. That's... Yeah, that, see, that's, that saved that film. But, I mean, even, even Winona Ryder. I was like, eh. Yeah. Wasn't 16 Candles. No, that was Molly Ringwald. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Get your movies right, <laughs> goddammit. Um... It's just, uh, I mean, I'd, ha I'd have to honestly really think about who I'd want to put in that role. What about Brad Pitt? Because he, uh, he did, um, what was that movie with Harrison Ford? He played the Irish guy. Oh. Um, the Devil's Own. Oh, The Devil's Own, yes. Yeah. That I was a good film. I thought he had a great accent. Yeah, yeah. He no. pulled it off. Yeah. Better than Cruz. Oh, by far. By far better than Cruz. <laughs> by so, far better than Cruz. So that's an option. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is that, you know, give it another couple of years and they'll want to remake that film. Yeah, probably. Because, you know, like, they're, tar they're talking about the fact that they want to remake uh, Gone with the Wind. But they don't know if they want to because they don't. They think they'd have to change too much of the story. Get fucked. No way. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. What? Fuck that. <clears throat> Gone with the Wind. Fuck off. Yeah. I want. I wanted. I wanted to see. I, the the thing is, is you know it'd be horrible. It would be horrible from the get go. Shit. Yeah. Okay. I would only want to see it to see what they did to whitewash the Civil War in slavery. Not that I'm a fan of either one. 
No, I know. But I want to see what they're going to do to cover that up. It never happened. <laughs> it never happened. And frankly, scholars, I don't give a damn. All right. Fuck. You're next. You get, you get the next movie. We just kind of went all over the place right there, <laughs> but that's all right. Uh, one of my all-time favorites. The Warriors. Yes, The Warriors. Great, great, great movie. Oh, yeah. It's about uh, a gang. One gang. Called The Warriors. Yeah. Nine members. Yeah. And there's this group, uh, this gang, I should say, in New York, the biggest gang in New York, called The Riffs. Mm-hmm. They want to hold a meeting to call all the gangs in the city. In the city. All the gangs of New York <laughs> to come to one spot and have a meeting. So the Warriors are from Coney Island. They take the train all the way to the Bronx and they get out. They go to the meeting and Cyrus, the leader of the Riffs, stands up on a podium or actually, it was like a yeah, but it was a, it was a podium or whatever. But I mean, he got up there and they and somebody shot him. Yeah. And then uh, one of the warriors just happened to be looking, and the guy turned around, little creepy guy, mm-hmm. the one who did the cling cling cling. Yep, yep. Uh, Luther, and he um, he turns around, sees him, is about to shoot him, and bang, the lights come on, all the cops. Starts around in the place, so the all the gangs are going nuts. They're all running around in circles, and then finally, you know, Luther was like, "It's the Warriors! The Warriors! They did it! They did it!" Long story short, yeah, it's just them running to try to get home. Yeah, yeah. Now, in the book, which I finally got around to reading, yeah, um, it actually explains why the Warriors were set up. Why? Because Luther's sister was going with one of the warriors. <laughs> and he found out that she lost her virginity to him. So that's why the warriors were point were, were uh, fingered out. Literally. Hmm. Now did Luther kill Cyrus in the book? Uh, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't. Yeah. Okay, so that didn't change. No, no. But um, they never gave a reason, though, in the in the movie. In the movie, yeah, they never said why he point he 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 particularly pointed out the warriors. Right. But I mean, just some of the gangs and one of my favorites, the Baseball Furies. Oh yes. Basically, all guys baseball uniforms, mm-hmm. carrying baseball bats, with face paint on. Yep. Creepy. Oh yes, creepy as hell. Creepy as hell, and just the the chase scene through the uh, the park. Oh yes, it was incredible. Oh yeah. Now the one thing, the the one interesting thing is that when they um, <coughs> excuse me, when they do the big meeting, yep, in Central Park, yep, um, they had actual gang members from the city as extras for that scene. Mm-hmm. Um. But none of the gangs that are named 
in the movie mm -hmm. are real gangs. Right. No, 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 no. I mean, there is no baseball furies. There's no baseball furies. There's no terrible ACs. There's no orphans. There's no riffs. There's no orphans. No, none of none of the none of the gangs that were named in the in the movie were uh, actual gangs from the city. No, and they were and they weren't actual gang members. They were all actors. They were all extras. Right. Yeah. But for I know because I went to see that in the theater when it came out because mm -hmm. it actually played in Quincy. Ah. I went to the old Strand to see it. The Strand. Wow, that's taking us back. Yep. I went there to see it. Actually, I saw Rocky there too. Wow. Um, and at the time, I saw it just after the news reports out of New York City came back that there were all kinds of gang wars and everything. Hmm. That I found out later on that never really happened. Really? Yeah, it was all yellow journalism. But the movie did get banned. Oh yeah, because it was inciting people to to fight in the theater. But nothing ever happened in the city. Well, I, I know there was one incident where uh, it was probably in New York where the Warriors was playing and two rival gangs just happened to go to the theater at the same time. Yeah. And, of course, a fight broke out. Yeah. And, you know, but, I mean, I remember there was a story at some point that a guy actually got crucified by a gang. Crucified? Yeah. And then I found, and then I found out later on that that was false. That the, paper, that the newspaper that it came out of, they just made it up. So, I mean, that could have been the case with the Clockwork Orange, too. It could have been. People suck. True. True. People do suck. It's, uh... It's, it's, the, old, it's the old adage, you know, like when, when you break something when you were a little kid, your mother would always we can't have nice things. <laughs> As a society, we can't have nice things because everybody has to stick their nose into things. Yeah. Fuck it. Anyway, um, yeah, but just all around, my favorite movie. I could I could watch this movie a million times. And yeah, never get tired of it. Yeah, I have. I I've watched it. I don't know how many times I've watched it since I have seen it in the theater. Yeah. Um, I've owned all different kinds of versions of it. I hated the other version. The the Blu-ray version that's out now, the director's cut. The comic book one. That's the director's cut. Hated it. Yeah. See, I haven't wa I haven't watched it. I have that. Because I know this, that's the only version that's on the Blu-ray, I haven't gotten rid of my uh, DVD. So on the Blu-ray, um, is the uh, deleted scenes in there? I have no idea. I've never, I've never watched it. God damn it! What do you want from me? I want you to watch it. Why? Cause. Why to satisfy you? Yeah. I'm not here to satisfy you. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I keep telling you, no matter how much you touch my knee, that's not going to happen. I'm not touching your knee. Don't fucking start shit, asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but I'd be curious to see it because, um, you know how some movies, like, they, they take stuff and they put it back in? Oh, yeah. I mean, but if, it, if it's off to the side, that's still cool, too. Have you ever seen the deleted scenes? From Warriors? No, yeah. I don't think I have. Really? No, I don't think I have. Some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Well, most deleted scenes are. Yeah. It's just that a lot of times they're just cutting it out for, for time. For time for time reasons, yeah. It's not, it, most of the time it has nothing to do with story. Right. Probably 20% of the time it has something to do with story. It's it's like, well, we've got this scene, but it really doesn't bring the story any much forward, so let's just cut it out and go from there. Right. Um, but then again, you have scenes that actually fill in questions. 
from the final product. Right. You know, because nobody realized that you cut that scene, obviously for time, but when you f get down to the final product, they're answering a question that came from that scene, but because you cut that scene, nobody gets the, uh, nobody has to, has a question for it. Like the nick on Pony Boy's neck. Yes. What was that? And then you see it in the novel version, and it's like, okay, that's how the motherfucker got it. Right, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so, it's, ju it's just, and the other thing that, um, the, the other biggest thing between <clears throat> the book and the movie is the book is probably about, I'd say, ten times more violent. Oh, I'm sure. Than the movie. Um, they have no qualms in the, in the book about uh, rape and murder. Mm -hmm. um, most of which happens at the same time. So because they they rape and kill them. Well, yeah, because in, the, in one part of the, in the book um, where the girl is with them, um, they ca yeah, I, I don't remember her name, but when they when they're walking down one of the streets, they run into this guy who is trying not to look at them because obviously they're a gang and he's just on his own and he's just trying to stay out, stay out of his own business. Um, they run up on him mm -hmm. and they end up killing him. Um, she starts screaming about that they actually killed him. They didn't have to kill him and everything. And, then, and at that point, they're t tired of her being around, so they just gang rape her on top of the guy that they just killed. <laughs> Jesus. And then leave her there and then walk off. Hopefully she doesn't try to catch up with him again. No, that's the, that's the end of that scene, and you don't have anything to do with her anymore. That's fucked up. Yep. It, and that's why I say it's it's a whole lot more violent. Yeah. And actually, the, the, the book actually takes place during the 60s. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. That's probably when it was written then. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, but all around, great movie. If you oh haven't yeah, seen it. definitely, definitely, it's a must see. It's, oh yeah, it's a very. Must see. It's more. It, it's more. It's more of an action film. Yeah. Than anything else. And let's not forget, it's got a great soundtrack. Oh yeah. <laughs> great music. A lot of it came from uh, the Eagles. Yes. Joe, Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh, yes. That's right. All right. Um, I'm next, right? Mm-hmm. All right. This I'm not sure if you'd actually label this as a gang film. Okay. But um, I did just because of how they all sort of, like, connected was American Graffiti. Oh, I don't know about that, but... I saw, I saw it as just all the misfits... Being together. So it's a group of misfits. Yeah, which is what every gang is—a group of misfits. True. But they're cool misfits. No, no. Some cool, cool misfits wouldn't be in a gang. Ajax was cool. Oh God, Ajax was a meathead. Ajax was awesome. Ajax tried to rape a, co a cop. All right, he's not the brightest guy. Uh huh. But so you're telling so you're telling me brains has nothing to do with being cool, right? <laughs> wow, wow. He was a good character. He was a likable character. 
Yeah, okay, so what's wrong with the American Graffiti characters? They're all likable characters. Who, Richie Cunningham? Oh, my God. Shirley? Han? Oh, Han Solo's in that. That's right. Oh, my God. You you forgot Han Solo was in American Graffiti. I forgot American Han Solo Graffiti. was in American Graffiti. I was trying to think of the nerds. Um, um, what was the... Uh, the little goofy guy from uh, The Untouchables. Yeah, I can't remember his name. I don't care either. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dreyfus is in it. Oh, yeah. Richard Dreyfus, And then... Um, Oh, God. The blonde from Three's Company. Chrissy? Yeah. She's in it? Yeah. Really? She's the blonde in the car that Dreyfus goes chasing after. No. Yeah. How long has it been since you've watched this film? It's been a while. Yeah. Seems like it. Yeah. Huh. What's her name from One uh, One Day at a Time is in it. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Mackenzie something? Yeah, Mackenzie. Crackhead. <laughs> oh, Mackenzie Phillips. That's it. She's crackhead. <laughs> no, she wasn't. I didn't say that. I'm just saying you labeled her that. I thought, sorry, I couldn't think of her last name. Yeah, so you call her crackhead. So? <laughs> oh, my God. So you don't consider that a gang film? No, not really. Why? Because, I don't know, to me, like, a gang movie is, like, they get together, they go, they beat the shit out of people, and they cause trouble, and they wear leathers and stuff like that. Why does that have to be a gang film? Why does that have to be perimeter for the gang film? I don't know. Oh, why are you always right? Oh, because that's American just... Graf- the Graffiti is a gang movie. No, I'm just saying that's the way things are in the world. Yeah. I'm always right. Right. Okay. What? Oh, well, you know, hey, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Yep. And some of us are trying to make two. <laughs> okay, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, I could have turned around and said Star Wars. As a gang movie. As a gang film. Well, it's the rebels against the against the uh, the elected government, right? <laughs> oh, God. Right? Right? Wrong? Wrong? No, tell me where I'm wrong for that. I don't care. (laughs) Just go. What's your problem? Nothing. It's just, I don't know, you're weird sometimes. I'm weird sometimes. Yeah, I mean, hey, I know I'm weird. Well, that's what I'm trying to, that's why we're doing this, uh, for therapy reasons. For therapy reasons? Yeah. Okay. Is it working? I don't know. How are you feeling? All right, so that's not that you don't consider that a gang film. Okay, so we'll skip we'll we'll skip that. Okay, no. All right, but if you do, that's it. No, 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 the the last film I have has gang in the title. Okay. Okay, so is that so does that you know like make part of your criteria? Depends on what it is. (laughs) Okay, it's a Disney film. Oh Christ! Yeah. The Apple Dumpling Gang. But Don Knotts. Mr. Furley. Bill Bixby. Bill, Bi- Bill Bixby's in that? Yes! Holy shit, The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> wow. Who else is in it? Um, was it Tim Conway? 
Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is. Tim yeah, Conway. Tim Conway's. Yeah. Yeah. That was. I think that was one of his the early, Knott's Conway, duo films Duels. because they did a, they did a ton of those for Disney. Right. Uh, yeah, but with those th- those three in there, <laughs> Harry Morgan was the sheriff of the t- of the town. Wow. Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen that. Wow. The Apple Dumpling Game. I still get a kick out of. The part where Knotts has got the, the the rope wrapped around his chest, and he's standing outside the building waiting for Conway with the donkey to pull him up so he can get in through the skylight <laughs> in the building. And the kids walk up to him, and he puts his arms over his chest to cover up the rope. He goes, you know, without moving his hands, he's just, you know, get out of here. You know, what are you doing, mister? I'm just standing here. Well... Why are you just standing here? Just, just leave. And then the 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 donkey starts moving, so he starts lifting up in the air, and the kids go, "Wow! No, just, just get out of here! How are you doing that? It's magic! Get out of here!" <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh, but it's. I mean, the only reason I added it was because it it, it said gang okay. in the title. But I'll give you that one. But with <laughs> with Conway and Knotts, I mean. It's one. It's one of those nineteen seventies comedy duos, right? That you know, you just put them together and just let them go, right? Have fun with it. You know, it's one of the. It's one of those things that you could literally have just. He ha- This is the. This is what the the stories of western. You put these clothes on. We get. We're gonna let you guys ad lib, mm-hmm. because the story. The main story is here. You come into it here, but you're gonna be throughout the story. So you just ad lib your parts as you're going along, and we'll just get it all together. And it worked. Where and when you do stuff like that, you actually let the comedians do what they're good at, right? And Some, you end up with a really good film. Sometimes best stuff is, comes from ad libbing. Yep. Look at Robin Williams in the uh, the genie yep. from Aladdin. Almost all of it was was uh, ad libbed. Yep. He did he did it all, and then they cut it all. In. Yeah, so they had to kind of work around him. Yeah. Because he, he was a genius. But yep, exactly. Yeah. And that, and he, he's, one of, he's one of those actors who is sorely missed, even to te- You know, I know it's not that, hasn't been that long since he's been gone. Yeah. But, I mean, it's going to be a long time before we have anybody even close to what he was. There'll never be another one. Yeah. Never. All right, that, that's that's all I have for my list. Yeah, I think we're uh, I think we'll call it a wrap. Okay. And just remember, everybody, uh, we did it for Johnny, man. We did it for Johnny. We did it for Johnny. So, where can you reach us at? Down, down, down. Well, we can be found on iTunes. We can be found on Anchor, Spotify, YouTube. Um, I think we have a Twitter account now. We have our own fa- we have our own Facebook page. Um, our producer is building our own uh, um, web page, so eventually you'll be able to get all our stuff from there. Special shout out to Knuckles Cannoli, our Canadian connection. Um, I'm trying to think. Is that is is that everybody? I think that I think is. I think that's everything that we've... I, I believe so. Um, I if believe not, we'll, uh, we'll uh, get a more comprehensive list yeah. to, uh, to, uh, to make sure we don't miss out on anybody. But 
with all the listeners that we have out there now, just want to say that we're going to be doing new polls. Please vote. Yes. Um, we're going to start using the polls for what we're going to start driving the shows for. So please vote. You're going to have to, if you vote, then you're going to be part of the development of the show. Please vote. So, um, that's all I've got. That's all I got. Okay. Well, we'll say goodbye. For MMO Movie Markout Radio, I'm Popcorn Pete, along with my co-host in crime, Vinny the Vault. Vinny the Vault, and we will see you at the movies. Can you do it? I'll shove that bat up your ass and turn you into a popsicle. Stop like that again, I'm gonna kill you.